0: to the Hyperfixated Persons Unit. I'm Joel, and I've been up for three days trying to solve a case about a pig.
1: I'm Claire, and I love the dead before they're cold. The rotting flesh for me to hold.
2: I'm Goldie, <laughs> and of all the podcasts in all the world, you had to walk into mine. Yes. That was a full-on call, Claire. Where's that
1: <laughs> from? That was Cooper. Really? Yeah. Ah, cool. yeah that sounds from the like a Al- song yeah. called yeah. I Love the Dead. And it's about in fucking corpses. That's very
0: unbrand right. brand for Alice Cooper. Well, a corpse does fuck in what I'm about to introduce you to. What you is that? I don't, it's, uh, so I'm going to refer to it by its original name, which is Necropolis, which is a book um, from Tim Wagner. Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to do things a bit differently. So I've already read Necropolis and so is Claire because I introduced it to her way sick. back when. Um, and so I'm introducing a version of it that none of us have um, experienced, which is the it says it's an audio book dramatization. It's a radio play. Yeah, I love radio it. plays. It's in other than the fact that it's not on the radio, it meets the criteria for being a radio. Play. It, so there's sound effects. There's sound effects. Soundboard, I love soundboards sound boards. At least oh. I've only I pre- did the ten minute preview of this one. And it does have that, at least in that period. So if it stops after that point, (laughs) you can't blame me. But um, so let me run through what this is. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a series of books So I am only introducing you to the first. Yep. Cool. It is much lighter than the other book I've gotten you to read recently. Did you may or may not have heard us talk about the Malazan trilogy. May or may not. Yes. So the Malazan, Book of the Fallen, we may or may not get to that at any point, but this is far easier. This is my apology to you guys. (laughs) For context, if we never release it, they didn't like it. So, um, it's a bit dense. They really didn't like it. It's very dense. This one is not. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very easy to consume. Uh, it's very much... So I give you a rough idea of the story. So setting-wise, this takes place in a sort of parallel to our dark world where there's a big landmass floating in the middle of nothing, uh, and it is inhabited... Flat Earth? It is flat earth, technically, cool. yes. Um, as it should be. As it should be. <laughs> flat, as perfectly flat, as all things should be. <laughs> Thanos is a flat earther was Flame a better confirmed. motivation than whatever his was in the MCU. Don't know why what? when he snapped it didn't. Yeah, he just wanted everything to be flat. What? That'd be cool. What? That'd be better. Oh, Wouldn't wait, that,
1: you're saying this should be what Thanos This should be what oh, Thanos okay.
0: wanted, not what he did he want. He
2: snaps and then it's just like, oh. Everything's just flat.
1: Everyone's
0: like, this isn't so bad. And he leaves. And that's the end of the movie. And everything else takes place in flat earth. All right, back on track. So um, in this parallel dimension, so basically about 300 years ago in our time, all of the creatures that go bump in the night, so your werewolves, your sorcerers, your vampires, everything you can conceive of. Chupacabras. Yeah, chupacabras. Clowns. Clowns. I think there might be clowns. (laughs) Um, I don't remember. So they all decided that humanity was getting uh, big and populous. And even though they're technically powerful than us on an individual basis, there's more of us. We're now getting things like guns Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And so they're kind of like, this is more trouble than it's worth. And so they all form together into a rough coalition and use their power to create this pocket dimension where they now all exist on this kind of big chunk of earth in a city called Necropolis, mm-hmm. I was about why to, it's called Necropolis. I was about
1: to draw an example to a real-world situation, but then I remembered that would be a really bad idea. Yeah, let's
0: not do any <laughs> of that. So it's... Um, Safe in our fantasy bubble. Yes, we'll stay in as apolitical as we can get bubble. They all decide to fuck off, create this kind of pocket dimension, and they're just going to live there. Mm-hmm. And they're separate from everyone else. The story follows Matt Richer. I believe it's Matt Richer is how you pronounce that. But basically he... Um, Richer or Richter? What's it say written down? I'm dyslexic, so I don't always pick oh, things up from know. writing. I mean, like I just like Richter the sound. would make more sense. Richter, Richter sounds, sounds better. We'll go with Richter. Yep. Um, but that is because I've only seen it written down. Sure. And I, like I said, I don't always process words properly, yeah, which is will. one of the reasons why you might hear me mispronounce a name if I've only ever seen it written. So Matt was a cop who chasing a creature that. Uh, left, you can get back to Earth. There is limited portals to do so. Sure. Um, chase something through a portal to this dimension with his partner. They both get pretty immediately killed, Dark Souls style. Mm-hmm. Um, and except Matt was killed in such a way that he resurrects as a zombie, and not a mindless zombie. He's fully aware of everything that's going on. The exception is that he still has the problem that he is a zombie and his body is decomposing. And so he needs, it is possible to reverse the process and maintain a certain status quo of roughly being a regular human, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But to do that, he needs to pay for services, which means he needs to make money. So he takes a job as the only thing he's good at, being a cop. But there is no police force, so he's a private eye. If that makes sense. Uh,
2: yeah, having yeah. to uh, find employment and yes. uh, servitude and work in order to not die is something I think a lot of people can relate. Which is ironic to. Which
0: they want it because he's already dead. Yeah, he just mm. needs to not, not die, die anymore. more. Yeah, any more <laughs> than what die. he's currently got. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah.
0: So he lives in this setting where he, yeah, pretty much solves crimes and does jobs for the various people who inhabit it, mm-hmm. um, and. He's re pretty good at his job, so that's the general gist of where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, each there's three books in this trilogy. It's written by Tim Wagner, who has written Wagner. I think it's I th- once again uh, I, I have I don't that know same exactly, problem. I like a I famous think, German I think Wagner composer. Wagner is
1: normally pronounced like a W. Germans pronounce W's like V's, don't there's they? There's some like German pronu- uh,
2: composers like Wagner, yes. and he's yeah. like a whole I don't know world. if he's German or not.
0: But anyway, look. Yeah. Um, He's written a few fair a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. um I don't know how popular the other stuff is, but he's a pretty well known fantasy author and pretty well respected urban fantasy mm-hmm. and fantasy in general.
1: I like urban fantasy more than regular fantasy
0: yeah, I would agree with that um i'm I had a phase where I went big on um paranormal detective novels, and this mm-hmm. is what kicked it off. right I have another one written by tad Williams, which is I'm thinking of introducing at some point, which is about an angel who he's the idea is there's angels and devils on earth and their job is to kind of show up to people's dead like sites and be and kind of hold a trial to decide where they go if that makes sense um but one day a soul isn't there uh or (laughs) they show up and the person's soul is already gone and no one knows where it went (gasps) um and that's a different story for another podcast (gasps) But basically I have a lot of these up my sleeve Mm -hmm. if you end up liking this one.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I already liked it.
2: Yes, good. So this is a pretty foregone conclusion. So you you two went and read uh, the the first book of the, Claire, have you read the whole trilogy or just the first book? Just the book. Right, okay. I've read the whole
0: trilogy. Right,
2: and so what is different? about this that we're all going to experience. Uh, you, you said that uh, rather than the flimsy tree skin, yes. we are doing Jesus something else. So this setting, one thing that came through that I
0: remember you saying about the original book was that you, f- Claire, is that you found it hard to visualize what was going on.
1: Oh, that's just because I've got bad graphics sure. chip in my brain.
0: But still, I feel like I'm hoping that this will bring things a little bit more to life because mm-hmm. this is an extremely rich setting. Uh, there's a lot happening in it. So it's kind of roughly... The setting is roughly divided into five, five I think, big areas, each one ruled over by a kind of respective lord of the various Bump and the Night people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you've got the Necropolis. Uh, you've got like... Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but you've got kind of like this Meat multicultural... Guy like, almost slum area where everything is kind of crammed together in this big suburban-urban kind of sprawl. Mm -hmm. You've got a kind of vampire-esque cathedral place. You've got a huge open-roaming plains, which is where all the mages and wizards live, like, kind of just England, pretty much. (laughs) Um, You've got, like, a forest that's filled with um, werewolf kind of things. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of stuff. The
1: world as it should be.
0: Yeah, you've also got an undead region.
1: Didn't he originally... um write this as like a campaign setting
0: it wouldn't surprise me this feels very campaign setting this mm. feels like the perfect place to have a campaign setting in fact i am can now considering doing one as of two seconds ago <laughs> uh because you mentioned that and it would be a good idea so in general with this every book is it's very episodic in its books it does carry on like some things yep like things do advance and change but for the most
2: part it's what Fucking weird case, am I dealing with this mm. talk. Yeah, I like, I, I like, quite like that. Um, I like detective stories. I've tried to get into a lot of like film noir, like Casablanca, the Maltese Falcon sort of stuff. I like detective things. Mm. I like the intellectual exercise of uh, the whodunits. That's all fun. And I also like uh, the smaller scope that detective stories tend to have. Yeah. Um, like sometimes they go like Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, which is the world's going to get burnt up by a rocket because shut up. Um. <laughs> But then you've got the small ones where it's just he was the guy. Get him. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I quite like detective stories. Sure. I
1: like it because, as I recall, it's just this guy wandering around encountering w- weird, one weird fucking thing after another. Yeah,
2: that's very
0: much what <laughs> this is. I love that. Yeah. I,
1: just, I, just li- I just like anything where it's just like a banquet of weird things. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll have some of that. Thank you very much. I'm quite satisfied <laughs> now.
0: This is very much a banquet of weird shit happening nice. to this one guy over and over again. Uh, he's... I like detective stuff because I like the emotional, angsty, brooding involved in it. Yeah, which should come as it, a surprise to nobody. At it's this a point. it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm liking about this in general. It's got a lot of good stuff. Uh, the fact that he's a zombie does allow him to take an obscene amount of punishment because he, yep. um, he encounters most things in this setting are better than him. Being a zombie isn't very good. Mm-hmm. It's just it's being a human with more upkeep, but occasionally you can take more hits. Yeah. You can break an arm and it doesn't particularly matter.
2: Like that often um, turns up in a lot of detective fiction as well. Like they'll take a uh, they'll be investigating a case and then a gangster will be like, You shouldn't be looking here, son, and you better back off, and then they'll rough him up and leave him in an alley, and then yes. he'll get up and just be even more enthused with the case. Yeah. And when it's just a normal human you're like okay, he's slowly getting more and more injured as the story goes on, and sometimes they rec- reference that, and sometimes they don't. I I like the idea that they're front and center. He's a zombie, that's why. Yeah, uh, that seems cool.
0: He's a zombie, and that allows him to survive mm-hmm. things that he should not. It does also make him in some ways more fragile though, because if he like breaks off, if he breaks his arm, that won't get better yep. unless he pays someone to make it better, mm. which. I guess you could argue that's better or worse depending because if we break an arm and no one heals it and it's bad, then it will heal badly and we'll suck forever. Yeah, we could but die. like um, he I guess while things don't kill or hurt him nearly as much, they um his damage in some ways is more permanent, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it's an interesting bit there where mm. he, he kind of has to balance like I think at some point in this book, if not this book others, he'll like lose limbs mm-hmm. and he has to live with that. Like for in like real life a, for like an extended period of time <laughs> um, but you know it's easy for it's easier for him to lose limbs though because he's not like alive and it's easy he's like brittle yeah. in some ways if that makes sense mm-hmm. like he's he's dry and brittle and it's not very like jerky it's implied that when he when he hasn't had his refresh bells he smells very bad that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so um, but ultimately he's a handsome young man mm-hmm. where he's a zombie so he goes around. He works. He yeah. He solves cases. That's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, he yeah. That's pretty much the gist of what
2: I will want to tell you without spoiling too much of this. Yep. And so you you like because you like the angsty detection detective stuff. You like urban fantasy. Is it a particular genre quoi for this book or anything that drew drew you to it, or just you just like it? I think I picked it up. This was a holiday book. Mm-hmm. So I have holiday books, which are books that...
0: Because I used to go on lots of vacations to Thailand before I was 18. And I had to start paying for them myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I would pick up a book. And then I would just go on holiday. And I would spend the holiday reading it. I would do other things on the holiday. Sure but I know, did. In the downtime. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah, <laughs> it's the other... Um, <laughs> in the other... In the downtime, I would read. Mm-hmm. You know cool. what I mean? So it's... Um, I picked this up because it looked immediately interesting as an idea. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's rare that this idea sounds like it should be... It's one of those easy ideas to have that sound really good on paper, but could be quite disappointing if you don't do it right. Yep. But this is done right.
2: Also, this uh, reminds me of a series that I haven't read, but I've been meaning to, a very young adult series, uh, Skullduggery Pleasant. Well, I've heard of that. Skullduggery Pheasant or whatever, mm-hmm. yes. that also looks cool, mostly just... To be fair, because it's the cover art is like Night Rider, but he's a private detective, uh, and it just looks cool. Yeah, an undead detective going around and doing cool detective shit. Yes. Um, Claire, have you have you read that?
1: No, I've heard of it though.
2: Okay, oh, maybe we should do that as one and find it if it's any good. But yeah, I'm excited for this. This sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, I think it will be. Anything you
0: want to add? Plus, you don't have anything to ask So you've
1: already. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm one. pretty keen. I I really I like really really enjoyed that book. Um, yes don't know why I never went on to read the others. Probably because we were in school and we were under pressure to not...
0: Probably, I don't think they were out at that time either. This mm. book came out in 2009, which yeah. means you would have just been out of school. Oh, yeah. And if I got you to read it just after it came out, the next book didn't come out until 2011, 2012. Well, it was quite a while ago. And then the other one was like 2014. Mm. So... Um, there are three books in this series. For those who really get into this, there are three main books in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this one, there's Dead Streets, and then Dark War. Um, and they're all sequential? They're all sequential. Yep. In between those, there is also a heap of short stories he's written in nice. the setting, which kind of act as like book 1.25, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, you know, book 1.5. And they're not required reading, but they help. Yep. Um. Some very some important things happen in them, but the book, the main books, do a good job of, um, in the first, you know, chapter or so, being like this happened, and you know, here it is, and so that kind of stuff. So you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. just get referenced vaguely. It's kind of like this happened at this point, and this kind of goes on from there. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, it's a very interesting setting. It's a very I'm hoping that this will be a nice telling of it all, and yeah, we'll see how we go with it. Any other big things to add?
2: Uh, not really. So yeah, where can people get this? So this is a ah, this is yes. a paper book, so you can get it from wherever paper books are sold, and it sounds very recent as well. So printing shouldn't be a problem. Reasonably recent. I just said it was 2009. 2009
1: yeah.
0: for this one. Will, like if the third one only came still, out in 14, like, you could still find a physical copy if you were to just Google it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, there's we not. We're not doing. Those are we? No, we're doing the. So we're doing the. Um, I can't remember what they're called, but effectively, it's a radio play. Yep. but it's an audio book. Yep. you can find the audio book on Audible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to sign up for that, then yeah, you've got your credits and all of that. You can spend it on this, and there you go. Yep. Uh, I Audible is the only place I could find to legitimately obtain this. Mm. Uh, so, if you wanted to do what we are doing right now, you have to do it. F- you can get it from Audible if you want to do the the audio version that we're doing. I don't think you would need to do the audio version that we're doing if you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. The audio version is about eight hours in length, from what I can tell, and that should go pretty quickly, because sure. um, it, like I said, it's not particularly dense uh, or difficult to get around. So we'll do that. We'll see how we all go. Uh, unfortunately, there isn't much hope that there's going to be more of these. I've Apparently, I don't know how much of this is true because a lot of it is comments through people who have emailed the author, but apparently he said the publisher decided they didn't want any more. And he, while he could go to another publisher and offer more books, because he's interested in writing more books, he doesn't for some reason feel like a publisher will want to pick something up, free books into a franchise, if that makes sense, which doesn't make sense to me.
1: He could always self-publish. I don't know.
0: Look, look, mate, if you're listening to this, I want to read more of your books. Just write them, mate. Like,
2: yeah, there's a lot of self-publishing stuff (laughs) available these days. And it's fine. (laughs) It's not like, like, I mean, bad example, but Futurama has gone through like two or three different networks in its run. Uh, Star Trek's gone through a bunch of different networks through its run. Like, it's not like it's that alien, I guess. I don't think yeah, a rights issue shenanigans. It might
0: also not be true. So it's, <laughs> yeah. um, which it might be why. It
2: might, might be complete lies.
0: If it is true and you offer, happens to be listening to this, write more of this, please, for the love of God. Mm. Um, it is very good. So, yeah. Um, look, I don't think we have much else to say. Let's get rolling. So, let's hyperfixate. Yeah, yeah, let's hyperfixate. So we are we're only doing the first book and we are doing the audiobook version of it cool. for those at home. So, yeah, if you want to follow along with that. The first book, the audio book of it is called "Meet Matt Richer, Riker, Richer? Uh, who Richter." Riker Richter, who cares? Meet Matt Richter. There you go. Meet Matt Richter, private eye, detective, zombie, something like that. It's not called Necropolis. It's also Necropolis with a K, not with a C. Mm-hmm. Um, just try to spell Necropolis with a K, and it will p- and put book at the end, and it will probably figure out what you want mm. in Google. So, um, or you could Google the author, who yeah. it will
2: be able to tell you about. What was the author's name again? Uh, Tim Wagner, I believe. Tim Wagner, yeah, yeah. So, so right. we'll go from there. All right, awesome, thank you. Let's check it's it out. It. Let's do it.
0: Yes, we have. We're, this is longer time than usual between recordings because I got sick yep. and a few other things happened. I don't remember what, but it's been one of them. Yeah, anyway, cool. What do we all think?
1: Loved I, it.
2: I, I hey. had a great time with it. Yeah. Hey.
0: <laughs> ten
1: out of ten.
0: <laughs> Hooray. This
1: is probably my favorite thing out of the things that aren't mine that we've covered so far. Hooray. Wow. wow. Yeah.
0: That's a big deal. <laughs>
1: yeah. Damn. How many things have we covered?
2: What was it? Uh, we're up oh. to eight or eight ten something like that. We
0: are up to uh, <laughs> I, th- I think this is episode nine because Ugly Delicious was six, and this will be three episodes long because it's another one of mine. So this will be episode nine. Mm. Nine things that we've covered, and this is your favorite yes. other than the things you've done. Yes. Hey, that's Excellent. great. That's let's do a bit of an overview for mm-hmm. the sake of. I've been told that this is something I should do by my lovely partner, who is usually pretty smart about these things. So. Yep. That's the general rule. So it follows Matt Richter as he mm. goes around. He meets, he gets approached after a job by a sexy vampire, mm-hmm. a dame, a dame who saunters into his life. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> she wants. She takes care of one of the dark lords. She's her his daughter. She takes care of his artifacts. One's been stolen. They team up to try to find it. It's a dawnstone. They go around, they try to find it, which takes them on a convenient loop around the entire setting. (laughs) That's a nice introduction. I can't
1: help but think that their like days or nights or whatever they have in this place must be longer than our days or nights. No way they did all that in
0: They might have. Who knows? Okay. But they go around, they eventually find it. It was a bunch of bugs (laughs) this whole time. Yep. There's a bunch of, turns out that the inky blackness surrounding them is actually just huge amounts of cockroaches (laughs) that I'm very happy that they exist. And so they stole the artifact to shoot God in the head with sun beams. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. At the end of it, they end up together, even though he's a zombie and she is a half-human vampire. Mm. And they're going to set up their own detective agency. (laughs) They are. They are. They'll set it up together Mm. and it will be fun. So, so that's a
2: general summary of the plot. Uh, the Most of my notes is just like some quotes from the <laughs> book that I particularly liked. Um, I think it was when they were in the vampire ball uh, and he was describing some of the guests uh, and someone came along and they said, this person is handsome in a consumptive kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> that that
1: describes like a lot of people in the music industry, I feel. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we also had... Uh, after they broke off the mental contact, um, like the cuttingest line uh, in the whole of it, of just "I had never felt more alone in oh. my life." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> oh. damn. Um, and and then I think when they were like trying to give the alien, uh, no, the bug man, not the multi-bug man, the singular bug man, demon the stick dude, bug man, stick bug man. Uh, uh, horny stick bug man. Yeah, horny like, stick bug man. Horny stick bug man. He's here uh, to fucking deal drugs. <laughs> when they were trying to make him impotent, uh, yeah. I was gonna say you're I gonna have difficulty book. with that without any lead in your pencil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah.
1: I I already love the book, but like the audio performance made it even better.
0: Yeah, I did like the audio additions to this. They mm. did a really good job. Yeah, it was on. really
1: high quality. I did think Matt's voice was weird though.
0: I would have preferred a. Uh, less meh,
1: yeah yeah he, he sounded like the kind of character who like in another who would kind of like be a rat trap kind of character yeah. you know in a different series
2: i was like uh when they had the flashback of back when he was alive oh what does he really sound like yeah. it just sounds the same that's <laughs> what <Yeah>. i <laughs> thought as well i thought it was
1: like his rotting zombie of <laughs> course I did grow on me though
2: yeah
0: i would agree i would have preferred a slightly more normal voice because yeah. I think like, that's what I head <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, wait, you always sounded like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <great>. Oh, no. <laughs> you were the Gilbert oh, no. Godfrey of your world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. He sounded like Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> which is not really how I pictured him. I picture him as like five six, like real short. Yeah. I think it's because of the voice. Yeah. Um, I didn't picture him that way, I think, when I read it, but in this, I'm like, you are short. Yeah. voter. Towers above you in my head cannon,
1: Which makes it all the more sexy. It does, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It, there's like a, uh, a, yeah, Columbo sort of-esque uh, yeah. for the guy. Yeah,
1: he has a ratty kind of air, mm. but he's does. also very honorable. So he's like,
2: yeah. An uh, I don't
1: know, rat. yeah. <laughs> he's playing against type.
2: Uh, so favorite characters,
1: Ooh. Mm. Who's your favorite character? <sighs> well, I mean, I, lo- I love the main two, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were the most fleshed out in terms of. Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite voice actor was the um, Grigor, the big bug guy.
2: Yeah. Okay. That was good. Um. That was modulated. I yeah. Think. My favorite hmm.
1: Dark Lord was the Demon Lady.
2: Yeah. She was the one with the big eyes and the dress at the
1: end. She uh, was the
2: one with the big everything, I
1: suspect. Yeah. yeah yes. 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 She uh, was except like for the Nicki Minaj of demons. Yes. <laughs>
0: um. Yep. So favorite characters, keep going. Yeah, Nicki Minaj, um, of demon lady. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, everyone was very memorable. Well, yes. but mm. like so memorable that my mind couldn't fit the all mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah. uh, I
0: like was I was a fan of... It, my favourite Dark Lord is also Demon Lady. Vivona, was it? Vivona? I can't,
1: rem- I, she's I my can't favorite, pronounce I can't remember like, her name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked her because she is a good... She's a slut, but she's a nice slut. Like, so often... That's kind of all a character is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But she's a, she's a succubus, so she should be, uh, like, ultra sexy. But she's also nice. Yeah. if like, that makes sense? Like like <laughs> it
1: went, when we, went, when we like, were getting introduced to her, it didn't seem like she was going to be nice. But, no. like, everything, like, Matt described her like she was, like, a bit of a, I don't know, um, a psychopath, a sociopath. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. she actually ended up being a really nice person. She was. So. Really I was nice. a little surprised
2: <laughs> at, like, uh, how kind of easily she did end up helping him um, which ended up being fine and I and I did like that she uh, I guess like realized at least some of the gravity situation and also just was a big fan of him anyway and she's like yes I am it's effectively the same as the president letting some random dude drive in the presidential limo but she knows enough about either the situation at hand and his past explodes. She's like, oh, what the hell? It'll be fun. Yeah. Um. He hasn't asked for this before. Like, it's not like he's constantly up her ass about this sort of thing. He never asked yeah. for anything. So the one time he does, she's like, yeah, I'll humor you.
1: Like, there, there are yeah. a lot of, like, really interesting characters. But I think only, like, Matt and Devona got really fleshed out in the way. In this one. Yeah, in this one.
0: They get fleshed out. Other characters get more screen time in future ones, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, yeah, so yeah, I guess I, what I'm trying to point out with that with the demon lady, just to finish up to make sure that was understood. I'm saying mm. I often find that slutty people are nice people, and I'm glad that this book represented that, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah,
1: well,
0: I like it wasn't presented as a character flaw, yes, yes, which is was, kind
1: well, of what that, I'm looking for. Like, when was this book written?
2: 2010, it's 2010, yeah, it was
1: very sort of. Um, well, I guess 2010 was the age, wasn't well, that long ago, but it still was very. It was very sort of sex positive kind of book.
0: It Uh, was a very sex positive book. Yeah. Except for when they were trying to chemically castrate (laughs) stick bugs. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, for me, I do like Matt because I think there are nuances to Matt's character I didn't remember, like mostly just around his cop trauma Mm -hmm. of being like, I was probably dead long before this, Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, And he's he's a bit too harsh, like when Davona's brother dies and Mm -hmm. they didn't really get along, but she's upset about it and he's like, what the fuck do you care? (laughs) Let's just leave him in the street and go. And he's just kind of like, well, maybe not. And he's like, mm -hmm. "Ah, maybe that is a bit weird for me (laughs) to say. I do
1: find it funny that like the guy who spent most of his life on Earth is more kind of like in tune with the like freaky demon city than the lady that's been there for seven years
0: well she's lived in a castle yeah in like a archive in this very insular vampire community yeah. so mm.
1: yeah i just i just thought it was funny that she's sheltered yeah she's a sheltered
0: rich daddy's
2: girl
1: because normally it would be the like human that comes from yes. the real world that would be the one yeah you're right world. yes devono yeah.
2: ended up being the audience surrogate for a lot of it yeah which yeah. was just weird
1: well, i mean yeah. not bad but just yeah. unusual no, it, it worked
2: pretty well yeah. Um, what about you? What are your favorites? My favorite, uh, especially for voice performance, was the the library person. Yes. I liked him. Um, I loved the like. Uh, I I need to re-listen really to it a little bit, but like a sort of Stephen Fry esque, um, just just a happy happy dude, uh, fascinated by things, and like when he gets to the page of life, it's like, mm, oh, that's so funny. Eat Memory eating freak
1: me out. Um,
2: but. sorry, the memory eating, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, he was by far my favorite, like. That was cool, but I saw a lot of uh tropes in Matt and Devona which felt a bit dated. Um a lot the romance was fine, but the speed of it and a lot of It was a bit quick. But they
1: did have the memory link which sped things up a lot.
2: Yeah, the the memory link gets kind of a pass for it, but then like uh it hit a lot of the noir tropes, uh which uh, we kind of felt a, almost like ticking boxes, and they weren't. They didn't detract from it, but like the rejection of the true love at the end. Well, um, that's
1: what I thought was. Um, I actually thought that uh, it subverted the noir twer- tropes in that respect. Yes, because
0: usually they end up unhappy. Yes.
1: Yeah, I actually wrote that down in my notes that yeah. like it's a more op- even though it's based in this horrible demon city, it actually ends up having a happier ending. Yeah, I and
2: was, if they'd if they'd ended it there, I would have liked it a lot less, mm-hmm. I did like how they patched it up at the end and going like, well, yeah, no, like, we are going to be together, in fact.
1: Because Matt, yeah, did, like, ticked all those boxes of the character that always has to be miserable and lonely. Yes. But then at the end, it rejects that. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you get your vampire booty after all.
0: But not because he chose it. Yeah. This is kind of the thing where, because um, he does... So at the end, for the people who haven't... Um, they, they discover there's a mir- there's a few different portals back to Earth, and Devona's half-human, so she can feasibly live on Earth mm. and be all right because she can be in sunlight and all that kind of stuff. So Devona considers going back to Earth, and she kind of asks, like, well, we seem to love each other. Would you prefer me just to stay here? And he goes, no, you should fuck off because he's an emotionally stunted man. Mm. Um, like, you deserve yeah. better than you me. You deserve better than me. Toots. And then she decides... No, you know what? Fuck you. I'm more emotionally <laughs> intelligent than you, and I'm going to, and I'm just going to do you know what makes sense, mm. which is just to be with you. And I'm gonna give you a weird justification in your mind so you can be happy with this, and we're just gonna go with it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. trick you with uh with some logic. some technicalities yeah. uh, so that we can be together and be happy. Yes.
1: For a like a sexy vampire feminine no- noir story, Devona was like very sweet and earnest. Yes,
0: she's very like she's that was the thing that kind of got me about her character because if she looked like she, how she's described as looking and she was also like, Hey, Matt, you look like you would be nice to suck <laughs> or something like that, that would be a bit much for me. But it's the fact that she looks she wears like a skin tight leather outfit with her boobs on display and she's like a blonde, but she's also like really sweet, yeah, <laughs> like just
2: nice. Oh, and there, was, there was bits in it every now and then where uh, Richter just kept looking at her chest. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. You've seen a lot of a lot of titty in this city. You don't need to just keep perving he on this. You can't even get hard. <laughs> like, come on, man.
0: Um, it's made clear he can't as well. We're not yeah. really getting into that. Yeah. He cannot fuck. Yeah.
1: Except in maybe their like, mind-link fantasy That's bit. where they
0: do fuck for a long time. <laughs> and then they do, uh, do you want spoilers?
1: Uh, no, we go ahead and say no. The rest. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah, sure. Uh, kind of like linking on because, yeah, we this was a roundabout tour of a ton of world building getting laid, and to the book's credit, it didn't drag. Uh, none of the world building felt world building felt particularly forced, none of the characters or locations and descriptions were getting in. Like, it all still kind of fit because a noir often has. Uh, a lot of that of having a character explain how the CD underbelly works to the other character. It's part of the genre. Um, and so it works really well. Knowing that like we covered so much grounds, literal and figurative, in, in this first book, uh, I like that you're saying that in subsequent books, uh, they'll probably still be introducing new concepts and new they stuff. They do, but sure. But they're going to make use
0: of what they've set up. They don't need to work as hard. Yes, in the new books because they they've done it in the previous ones. Yeah, uh, that said, it is still there because I think the author assumes that each book is your first. Okay, cool. Um, to an extent, because they do follow on from each other; they're not like episodic. They do have existing events and canon kind of transitions over, mm. but it is very much um like uh they see new things each time, and also you don't really need. The previous you don't need the previous book to understand the next one. Yeah.
2: If that makes sense, because it's he, he helps with that. But yeah, it's uh mm-hmm. Um I also loved uh everyone uh everyone loves Matt. Uh yeah, Matt, I love Matt that is, too. Like Matt has has a couple of enemies, but they're the standouts. <laughs> everyone else that they meet, uh while they do like perhaps literally owe him a favor because of the nature of his work, most rather than like I, I It's kinda, not even
0: because of the favor that they're helping him. You yeah. get the impression.
2: Like I, I kind of wanted there to be at least one character. Uh, and it's not really a critique. I kind of wanted at least one character who owed him a favor and was resent- resentful of it. Like, I never want to see you again. I do this for you and then I'm out. Uh, Cause that's a very common character. But instead the second he walks in the door- uh, whoever it is goes up to Matt like, oh my god, Matt! I'm so happy to see you. What can I do do for you? I would love to help you. Matt's like, ah, oh, but, but I don't I don't need that. I'm just yeah. like, no, shut up! I'll give you everything. Cause Cause everyone loves him. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I just
1: say like, I, I, I wrote down in my notes like, wouldn't it be nice to be in a ghoul in a city full of ghouls, all the ghouls like you and want to do this? it <laughs> sounds like a charm, life.
0: it is. I do like, um, and it quickly establishes why it's never unbelievable because the first thing he does is bring a hooker back to life. Yeah. yeah by giving her the body of a shape shifting guy. Story. Yeah, Hold the on. voice actor that did well from mm. transitioning between angry psychopathic werewolf guy to I am a I'm a girl in now this werewolf. Yeah. Body. I love that
2: she turned turned up uh, later on in the book. Yes, I really like that
0: as the bodyguard because she can't work. Yeah. Um and <laughs> the rooms anymore.
2: Yeah, and how she was like being all intimidated, like Pff, I can't keep a I straight face. How are you doing, mate? Hey. Yes. <laughs>
1: I, I, put, I wrote down in my note that Matt's like a low-budget budget Batman with a better f- fashion sense. He is. <laughs> he
0: he carries a lot of bat stuff, like his mm-hmm. squirt gun
1: full yeah. of holy water. He's got, I, yeah, he's got like this coat full of lo-fi knickknacks yes. that are highly effective.
2: Yeah, I loved the kind of like first third of the book where it was just the gadget arc. Yes. Uh, I loved all of the gadgets, like one after the other, uh, pulling them out um to solve problems and then eventually like several times just like what the fuck else have you got in there and then eventually i did like that he stopped having gadgets he ran
0: out and he's like i cast gun yeah (laughs) are you ready to meet god (laughs) so we'll defeat them with the power of friendship and this gun and this gun that i have (laughs) yeah loaded with bullets yeah um because he's more like inspector gadget yeah than batman but like, he's always got something up his sleeve.
1: Like like Batman, he's a very good boy in a very goth place. Yes, mm. <laughs> he's nicer than Batman, though I think. Uh, yeah, really.
2: I think, uh, yeah, I I would say it doesn't quite fit Batman. It's more like uh, uh, DC's The Question, um, who was just literally like a noir detective. Um, but I like that he's going into bars. He's like, I know who we need to speak to. Trots over to them. Uh, Leans on the bar, like, "Hey, what have you seen recently?" Or uh, like, he meets the voodoo guy in the dance floor, and it's like, well, uh, "Hey, have you seen this person?" Oh, they're over there. Yeah. And then he goes to Kid Icarus and yes. speaks to them about shit. Uh, yeah, just yeah. everyone loves him. I love the cab driver.
1: Yeah, I like him mm. too. Yeah,
2: he I hated awesome. his. Dis- I hated his description. Yes, because one, <laughs> it's gross, and two, I also couldn't visualize it because so it was. He, it looked like a spider that had been turned inside out and then stepped on. I got so upset Also, when like, a I, ferret
0: and a carp, and he's <laughs> naked.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, can you give me how many limbs we're talking here? Because I, I couldn't even... I just decided, like, you're just a humanoid gore. I, and I just went with that.
1: <laughs> I got up so upset when I, like, tried to find a fandom, like, fan art for this book, and there wasn't any. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? It's such a good book.
0: This doesn't have any fandom. Yeah. I remember when I read it, I actually went on the tag in Tumblr, and there was, like, three things, and that was it.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't get it. Like, I, like. Things that are just, like, really boring or bad have, like...
0: Supernatural.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> we, won't, we
0: won't poke that bad.
1: <laughs> I didn't get into it. Um, <laughs> just have, like, legions and legions of fans. And then this has fucking nothing. And it's, like... It
0: has more fans than you would think because this is the book he said he gets asked about the most. In terms of when he does book signings, when he's at cons, and when he's... Um, in general, through email, this is the book series in which he gets asked to continue it mm. most. Well, he so. should. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he Googles himself. Yeah. Uh, so
2: how many books are in the series? Do you know?
0: Uh, three main books and a heap of short stories in between them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I gave you all of them. And I'm yes. going yeah, yeah, to listen yes. to the rest. Yeah. So um, I'll probably be doing the same because I did enjoy
2: this. Mm. I'll probably uh, listen to a couple of the short stories. Because yeah. um, I know there's a Warhammer uh, book series, Caiaphas Kane, where uh, I've consumed it by these omnibuses which contain two novels and three short stories each. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always liked how I'd read a big story uh, in this big world setting and then the short stories are kind of like little DLC expansion pack. Bits uh, And and I liked their brevity. So I'm gonna, probably going to listen to some short stories.
0: If you do continue with this, I would definitely read the short stories because they are referenced in other books. Mm. Once again, it's not required I... reading, but they will reference it. And in fact, some fundamental to the plot things happen in one of them. <laughs> so you want to be there for that. Mm. But yeah, um, there's some interesting things uncovered with like the E-brand that he has on his hands. For, right. the, for the grave dude. I love
1: that bit where he's just like, I'm a zombie, I call upon king of the zombies.
2: <laughs> and the king <laughs> of the zombies like, well, I guess he's right. Gotta <laughs> do that. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. when when they'd rocked up uh, and Edrigu was like, uh, Silent Jack said that you were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I l- the voice acting of it was great because I was like... Yeah. <laughs>
1: the voice acting was also... All, all of it was so right. good. Um,
2: yeah. um, so, the... The big who done of it of it all, I did like uh, that uh, they had these cool smart solutions for every little bit. They, uh, every next location made sense. Uh, as far as the final, like who is responsible for all of this? Uh, I feel uh, I was. I feel like well, I didn't guess that it was, was Gregor in the end. I feel like there weren't a huge amount of clues because I'd built up a list of suspects in my head and it could have been any of them. I wasn't disappointed that it was Gregor.
1: Who did you think it was going to be?
2: Uh, I th- Honestly, I was going to put my money on that uh, sixth Dark Lords, the Lord of the uh, Lord of the Prison Sec, uh, yes. Egyptian one. She gets expanded on a lot more in the second one, yeah. I think. Because they went through, in that final summarizing bit, they went, it would require a Dark Lord's knowledge because the, the stone is so complex that someone of comparable strength to a dark lord would have to do it and us five wouldn't do it because we've got motives against that um, so it had to be someone beyond that I thought it was also going to be the god fella at one point that, like, he, this. Yeah, I like how Death. he just
1: ended up being an Italian guy
2: yeah he <laughs> yeah. was just an Italian dude yeah he, he just, just showed this, up and he's like hey
0: that's a, a party. <laughs> I'm oh. a shadow dude I like how he was literally all their dads <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was just like I have all of your fathers I'm, I'm the Ur dad I built you a big city to play in now. Go have fun.
1: <laughs> I, I just like stories like this where it's the characters aren't really good or bad. They're just sort of I mean, Matt's nah, definitely good. But like I don't know, it's just it's just a setting where everything's a bit dirty and chaotic. Mm-hmm. But I, I like this for the same reason I like the Disney Hercules movie. Like it like it's just a sort of chaotic, dirty crazy city but like you like the people that that live there still matters like they're not it's not trying to be like a perfect utopia but it's like it's Mm. it seems like a fun kind of place
0: no one is mean even though they're all monsters there aren't there are jerks but there aren't that many people i wouldn't say there are more jerks than average despite the fact that it's made out of nightmare monsters yeah everyone is just kind of Living yep. their life, and there's definitely more complexity to it because there's, say, voodoo dolls that can kill you if someone mm. pays it enough money. Um, but and which I guess lo- is an incentive to be nice, mm. so and
1: a lot of the problems were caused by the bug people, anyway. Yeah, like that, the, were like purposely subverting the society, mm. like America and a Latin American country. <laughs>
2: um, uh, and, oh, another thing, just quickly while I remember it was when they first showed the portal in uh, Demon Lady's room and they showed the sunset uh, in Connecticut, Philadelphia. I think it was Connecticut. 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 They keep making a joke that it's Connecticut. Yeah. Um, And uh, he was like, oh my God, you're going to die from the sunlight. And she goes, oh no, it, uh, it doesn't do that. It just gets rid of my vampire powers for a while. And I thought, ooh. There's gonna be a fight soon, and she's gonna need those vampire powers. But then that never happened. No. I, was, I was I was a bit like too eager. I was expecting that to be relevant, but then it just didn't. You
0: wanted a you wanted a dead because heartless as, bastard. Well, no. It,
2: as soon as it did, like oh yeah, just gets rid of my vampire powers. I went oh no, she's the only one like capable of action right now because he's fucked up. Well, it comes in later because when the dawnstone's activated,
0: that shoots light that shoots uh, sunlight. So that's why she doesn't do anything for that fight. Uh, she yeah. just sits on the ground and covers her eyes. Mm.
1: And also, the bug thing in her brain is like, oh
2: yeah,
1: yeah, burning to death or something, mm. um, or causing her unbearable migraines. Yeah,
2: but well, yeah, like as far as everyone being nice, I liked uh, all of the characters. I liked that it's the kind of setting where like people are good and people are bad, people are jerks, people are nice, um, but everyone effectively has levers and the interesting characters know how to pull those levers, and the other interesting characters are aware of their own levers.
1: Like by chemically castrating people.
2: Yeah, like, or, uh, I like when characters see themselves get into a checkmate, and they're like, ah, you got me, yes. kind of thing. Of like, uh, I respect you because you have uh, put me between a rock and a hard place, so now I have to help you. And I'm still, you're not actually fucking me over, Matt, but... Uh, you've made me do something I didn't want to do, but respect for respect. getting me this far. Yeah, um, I liked that a lot of the characters were kind of doing that. Um, I the I think I liked the the twist reveal of uh, everyone in the. Uh, pagan Town Glamier. had like, yeah, Glomia had like tech on them, yeah, and he's like, you guys are shit at hiding that stuff, yeah. like holy, holy
0: hell, yeah, and your anti-tech Dark Lord is showing up, and they were like, oh shit, <laughs> hide the tech, oh that, that's, that's <laughs> hide the iPods, quick. Yes.
1: one of the things I liked about this is that it wasn't just like fantasy and horror; it was also sci-fi. Mm. I was like, so I do like so, like fantasy, sci-fi, and horror are my three favorite genres, and so this was all of them, so mm. why I really liked it. But also, um. Like, not always, but sometimes a bit. I'm a bit over, like, fantasy that's, like, pre-technology.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I very much prefer things set in either... Unless it's, like, an, well, most of the time, I prefer things that are set modern or in the future.
2: Mm. I and, have tended to have, uh, in, like, some of the D&D groups that I'm in, um, pretty much, uh, like, I take reference from the Adventure Zone and how they kind of handle it. Of You have the Phaeron D&D generic fantasy setting, but then you put you put magical phones in, you put magical cars in, and you just go, I'm just going, narratively, it's more fun and interesting to, even as a joke, say, uh, oh, here's fantasy Costco uh, is just there because we need to go and buy weapons. I like putting that in and just saying, well, it's a complex society. They've got magic. They'd figure out ways of doing interesting yeah. stuff with it.
1: I love the Cronenberg Biopunk technology in this setting, mm. yeah. like how you have to like calm down your computer when it's yeah. <laughs> got a virus, and you have to and it, like
2: just squirts
0: fluids and shit. Yeah. You yeah. got your phone, which is just a mouth.
1: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Starbite, it tries to you. bite you yeah. Yeah,
0: and lick
2: you, depending. Yeah, because if you you can kiss someone through the phone, yeah, because the phone just does it. <laughs> it's gross. Um,
0: the, then you got the sweet meat. We have a friend of ours who read this who was really disturbed oh, by yeah. sweet meat.
1: But that's but that's <laughs> so like the the that's basically lab grown meat. It and is, they're, they're, but
0: it's alive. <laughs> yeah,
1: their society is like more progressive than ours in some way.
2: Maybe. Well, they found a way to feed the ghouls. I wish that they'd uh, <laughs> asked the question. The ghoul guy
1: it? was kind of nice. I
2: really liked. It. I like the voice actor was great and gross. Uh, I didn't like listening to him, but I loved the character. Um, he's he's a character uh, modeled off. Uh, there's an actor who appears in the Multi Falcon and um, uh, Casablanca, who's this larger businessman uh, who trundles along, um, and the detective of both of them like gets one over him in certain ways, uh, or like he's a traitor in, in information. And the ghoul was the same. He was like, "Oh, I just uh, in order to tell you that I must hear your dark backstory. <laughs> Ooh, that's <was> so delicious." <laughs> um i he was really cool i liked him uh yeah. i wish that someone had asked like when they're describing the sweetmeat to devona uh i wish he'd been like does it feel pain and everyone just kind of sidesteps the question <laughs> or like a vampire's like of course it does it wouldn't be good otherwise <laughs> i wish they'd had like something like that dropped yeah. be like oh it's still fucked up
0: No, it, it, well, it is <laughs> fucked up they're carving it up Mm. So, yeah, for those you who haven't read, the sweet meat is a giant lump, lump of meat with mouths that they carve up and it regenerates as fast as they can carve it.
2: They put, like, taps into it. Yeah, they, they it put taps out.
0: in it. And then basically, it's a never-ending buffet and for everything, shoveling everything that requires into flesh mm. just to live, uh, like ghouls and vampires and that. Mm. Yeah. Drink uh, the
2: blood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of cool shit happened into it. I really want to... S- yeah, I, I'm sad that there's no art of this because I'd love to see some takes on the taxi uh, and yeah. the cars. Was um, <laughs> that one bit early on where like they're driving through a crowd and some bull man goes, "Nah, I'm gonna deal with this," and then just gets straight up eaten. Yeah, like just gone. And you got
0: that one with that drunk thing with all the different heads.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, the yeah. Oh yeah,
2: tripod. Oh tri- yeah, try yeah tribal.
1: So, I love this series because just. Every single paragraph, just something fucking weird shows up. Just yeah. it's just like an endless tapas of delicious weird Some, and disgusting. But this would make a
0: good movie. Netflix show.
1: That's what I wrote down. I'm like, why the hell isn't this a Netflix series yet? Like, well, way we're not likely to things. get one
2: anymore. Yeah, I never. <laughs> well, Netflix. another whatever. Um, Disney
1: Plus, unlikely, but you know.
2: <laughs> something that I did notice and was like a bit of a drawback for the medium it was in. Was that uh, when something was happening? Matt had to describe it, and if it was something complex that was happening, it took a while to describe yeah. it. But if it, it was, was something that only took like a second, like uh, poor Dis when he's getting shot with the with the sunstone, uh, he's like screaming for a yeah. good like five you minutes straight. In the background, in. Like
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then like
2: it stops the first time. He's like oh, and then it happens again. Oh, <laughs> all over again. i like oh no. And, like I sh- and you. Yeah, to spend disbelief like, uh, that probably didn't take as long yeah. uh, as that. But it was just funny, like every now and then, like, oh, this horrible thing, like it transformed and you're just hearing the transformation blood and gut yes. sound effects happening for like yes. a good minute as he describes what's going yes. on. Um, yeah. or they'll be like running uh, and they're like Finally, we like we rounded a corner. The next second, but they'd like been mm. running for five minutes.
0: In the previous book, I gave you there was too little exposition. In this one, I would argue there was slightly too much.
1: I I, I like That's too much over too little. Yeah, I, I, I love world building and I love j- vivid descriptions. And
2: I th- I think it was. Bec- I'm a maximalist. Um, uh, I think this could have done with a little bit less. But I think the main difference was the exposition was fun mm-hmm. and was describing really interesting things that I was True. interested to know about um to to know the peculiarities of uh, the Icarus guy, how he, j- he just breathes out into smoke and always has a pack of cigarettes yes, on cool.
1: Him. Oh is he was that Icarus that was, was an that Icarus, the... that was
2: another dude. Yeah. That was a vampire. Oh. I-
1: Icarus was the guy who like was the flight libertarian. <laughs> the guy who was like oh, against okay. flight restrictions. Yeah. He keeps oh, getting th- shot. I yeah. just remembered, like, out of the sky.
2: I just <laughs> remembered um the the sea captain guy going to speak with the translucent girl. Oh, that girl. Was so cute. I wish they, uh, we'd rev- uh, return to those. They were really nice.
1: That, that, I, I wrote that down in my notes, too. It's just, like, like it, it's in this, like, Horrifying nightmare setting, but it's such a wholesome story. I
0: like how one of the nightmare creatures was a Sea Captain. He's <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah, the worst pirate. of them all. <laughs> yeah, he's just an old
2: pirate dude. He's just like yeah. <laughs> so the setting implied like I'm a little curious as to how the kind of gateways worked because it wasn't like uh, Matt and his buddy got like they were hunting murderers. They got into the dark, uh, the dark world, the dark place. Uh, but they were there for, like, several days or weeks um, before they eventually got to the Overmind thing. Um, so they kind of were around the setting it um, and doing stuff in it. I guess my question is, like, it seems like humans can go and, like, live and exist in this place. It's They not, can and they do. Yeah, it's, it's not quite like an isekai of, a human, yeah. what are you doing here? Um, it Because uh, it's also implied that, like, the sea captain... I just also like the idea of the sea Cap's is just a dude,
0: yeah, He's a guy. There's so I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. There is a human population that lives in Acropolis. right? Okay, uh, and it is visited particularly in one particular short story. There is it isn't big because humans don't tend to last very long in general, right? There's not a colossal resentment per se, but they are understandably very insular. Mm-hmm. Like they have a bar which is like a biker dive bar, and basically anyone who goes in is heavily vetted. Yep. Um, if that makes sense. But and there's also the Hidden Light who yes. are that, that terrorist was, group. That was a really cool. Humans. I, I, yeah.
2: They seem like a really cool concept of they also get
0: expanded on later. Yeah. But they're so they're the terrorist human group that wants to kill dark folk. Kill dark folk, uh, effectively, not minding their own business.
1: I like how they're importing like fashion and technology from Earth. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like it, it seems like the the gateway between worlds. In most stories, it's something like super important and sacred that must be maintained and kept secret. In this, it was more like, it's there, we use it. Most people don't, the reason why people don't know about or don't use it is because they don't want to. Humans like humans can find it, they just get eaten. Um, and in generally, they don't like what they find. The dark folk don't do it because it's more difficult over there, but we do still have an amount of trade. Like, we have vampires who live over there. They're like, oh, I know some contacts in the human world. You can go and have a chat with them.
0: There are other dark folk who do live, still live on Earth. Uh, Because the issue was there was just too many humans and too many dark folk. Yeah. But, you know, a few small amounts can get by. Yeah.
2: I I think it was really cool to have a much more gray thing rather than an Isekai where like you need a special ritual to get back or something. Yeah. You, it seems to be more fluid. You can just walk through the portal. Humans don't last very
0: long because you see what happens to Matt. Like Matt's a zombie. Yeah.
1: I think and I'd rather
0: If he wasn't he would be dead. Like for yeah. real. Like he should know.
1: I still think I'd rather die in Necropolis than on Earth, because at least in Necropolis you can become a ghost and then just yes. rent out people's bodies.
2: Yeah, I just yeah. feel like Necropolis everywhere would just smell terrible.
1: Yeah, probably. It
2: would if you're in the sprawl.
1: Uh, yeah. The sprawl sound like the most fun.
2: The wild wood is a
0: wood, so it would smell like a wood. Mm-hmm. Glamour, Glamour is pretty fine. There's humans, like, there are warlocks. There are magical humans. Yeah, like. There are normie humans as well. But yeah, so Glamour would be fine. That's just Britain. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you talking about? The sprawl is just <laughs>
1: Northbridge on ter- steroids. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: The sprawl is just nuts. So. I
1: mean, that's the place I'd most like to go, to be honest. I know.
0: I thought that would be the case.
1: Uh, uh, The backstory of Necropolis actually made me think of the SCP Foundation, but in reverse.
0: I think there's a similar... There's probably an SCP canon where something similar exists.
1: But I mean, like... Because the SCP Foundation was created by humanity to protect humanity from, like, all the weird and dark stuff and, like, hide them from it. Whereas Necropolis was made to protect all the weird and dark stuff from humanity.
2: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I I did like that it was... Uh, a dark folk sort of thing because uh, the very common thing is oh we locked away the evil things but now they're trying to get back out. This was very much the opposite of like oh shit this just this isn't working it's just going to lead to more and more grief. Hey we found another place. Oh cool yeah let's just set up there. That that works. Yeah.
0: And they did. It worked great because mm. the Roman god of the dead <laughs> there was one of the few left who just showed up and built it. Mm. And then pissed off a whole bunch of bugs. Yep. I like how the bugs were upset just because there was the idea that there was something that wasn't them. Yeah. <laughs> Matt was even just like, can't you just like be all right? We're not taking up a huge amount of space. And like really at the end of the day. And they were like, yeah.
2: nope. Yeah. Cause it was like, uh, almost getting to the point of like, are we going to go like, this is kind of colonialism, uh, we're setting up shop in someone else's place. Uh, but then it was otherness cannot be tolerated. Like, Can you, like, learn to, like, there could be reparations, there could be something like that. Like, what do you want? And, like, no, just gone. like, nothing.
1: I have a headcanon. Like, because the the bugs said at first they had no idea how to react because they had no sort of point of reference at all for Mm -hmm. other things. And they had to learn how to react to the fact that other things were there from the things that came. Mm -hmm. And I think they actually learnt that hate and fear was the appropriate response from it's the dark folk themselves. Cause at yeah. that point weren't like the dark Lords fighting each yeah. other. And mm-hmm. like, they were probably also all resentful of the humans mm-hmm. who, yeah. um, who like th- they had to re- escape from. So the the dark folk themselves probably had the attitude of otherness is bad. And this, like the bugs got there and they're like, Hmm. Okay, we just learned this concept called otherness. We have no idea what it is. Maybe we should learn the correct way to react to it. Oh, it looks like you, the correct way to react to otherness is to hate it and try yeah. and wipe it out.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the is necropolis. Uh, uh is it like a floating island it in a sea of bugs? In the sky. Okay,
0: I think it's above the bugs. So, so the there's, bugs there's aren't a sea like... of
2: bugs. Is it? Are we flat earthing this?
0: It's a flat earth. Cool. My picture of it and i think this is confirmed in later books but if it's been ages so forgive me if it's not is it's a big floating like chunk of earth i didn't realize it sense? was floating
1: um, i just thought it was like on the bugs
0: uh, i think the bugs can get to it by kind of world war zing like well, piling up and forming a pile up. that gets to it right. but they had anyway. to drill through the ground it took the, it, they say it took them hundreds of years to just get into it Mm -hmm. because it's not readily accessible right like it took them hundreds of years just to kind of burrow through the crust to get to the crust and then burrow through it to such a degree that they could get to the surface and discover what was actually here Mm. and that took them like a long time in comparison so uh my assumption in my head is that it's floating in a big sea of nothing i also think they're driven back by the sun or their dark sun yes Yeah, which is now in the sky. So, because that would put out energy. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: It's interesting as well how many tidbits they laid for future books in this. Yeah, I could see lots they mention where I'm like, that happens a lot in the future book. That's important for a future book. This trivial furway line matters a lot, like two books down. Yeah, I, I think
2: that's what I liked that a lot of the world building wasn't. Obvious, explicit. I'm setting this up for another book. It would it blended very nicely into it. It all all the exposition felt relevant to the thing at hand. Um, uh, it was all it was all interesting stuff. It was it was a delight to read. It never felt like it deviated from the story, and I could tell that this is a lot of hooks you can use later on or just leave. Yeah,
1: this would also make an amazing point and click adventure game. Yeah, I would play the shit out of that. A yeah, telltale
2: tell one. Yeah, very grim fandango kind of vibes.
1: Like, yes. th- there's so much you could get out of this book. And why why, why isn't stuff getting, getting out of it? It's
0: the publisher who has the rights to it at the moment has no interest in doing anything with it. Why? Ooh. Because they're a publisher and they don't care. Like, they can just sit on it and make money.
1: We, we should turn this podcast into a campaign to spread the good right. gospel. Well, oh, we've crophilous. done the best we can with this episode. <laughs> yeah. we said. So at least
0: 30 people, including one very enthusiastic person in Ireland. Thank you. Whoever oh, you are. Hey! Yes. Shout out. <laughs> Shout uh, out to our Irish, yes. Irish fan. <laughs> fan. <laughs> 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 I think. There might be more than one. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell. Hey, Irish another, fan, tell your friends. Yes. Okay. Read Necrophilus. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, spread it. Read it more.
1: I ship mm. Matt and Devona. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Well, yeah. that's, fair that's canon. <laughs> to yeah. be, I was thinking about this. There's not very many other pairings.
1: Yeah, that you I mean, could make. You could, you uh, could you know, ship Matt and um, the Demon Lady. Yeah,
0: you could. That was the only other one I could think of. Sea yeah. Captain and inv- and
2: Invisible Skin good Lady. Matt and Cab Driver.
1: Yeah, Laszlo. Cab Driver yeah, that would and Cab. Be, I don't sure how the little thirty four of, of that would work. <laughs> no. Um,
2: yeah, Cab Driver and Cab.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> but like I thought they had a real kind of. Uptown girl, backstreet guy cool. vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I also there's those people who always seem to ship arch enemies. So you could also do Matt and oh whatever witch lady, witch lady. Yeah, mm. Don't remember her name and oh, then mine. Cool. Yeah, so you could do her in like a yeah, God, I hate you sort of way.
1: Yeah, you absolutely could. Mm. And um, you could also ship Matt with his dead partner. Uh, I guess. Yes. Yeah.
0: and then we'll kind of replace it around is dead part coffee shop AU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: but I I I just really love the idea of like big big strong vampire lady defending her smelly the zombie <laughs> boyfriend. <Yeah. laughs> it's very. He
0: ordered fries
1: <laughs> like he, that he kind, kind he of uh, meme. No you know pickles. pickles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's really. I really like. It. that yeah. 'cause she was. Because she was uh, like um, yeah. constantly like every time someone was giving him shit, she was like
0: she went full fail yeah, mode and yeah. like yeah. ripped them apart yeah.
1: that,
2: that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'd like every now and then they did a like a bit of uh, oh they're now jealous because someone else gave him a yeah. wink, and I was like, come on, guys.
1: Yeah, that was a um, bit, kind of, but at least it, they were both jealous instead of just one. Uh, yeah, I
2: also did, like, um, uh, something that I liked in um, Killing Eve mm. was the British Spy Master lady having, bringing Eve along to rooms and going, I know that you are going to blow your lid and spill the beans if I put you in a yeah. room with this guy. I know how many beans you can spill. That's why I'm bringing you in here to make you look like a loose cannon and get them to do... Uh, I felt like sort of that energy was going off, although Matt wasn't in control of it because yeah. uh, Devona would go off at something or, like, make a quip, and you are be like, no, yeah. like, I appreciate it, but yeah. not right now. With the Dark Lord, when um, Demon
0: Lady shows up and flirts with Matt, and she goes, like, how about fuck you, you <laughs> bitch? And he's like, oh, not this one. No, 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 no. This she's one, we don't do that. She's new. allowed to call <laughs> me a bitch. No, it's yeah, fine. She could call me whatever she wants. <laughs> it's fine. I cannot get an erection. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of... Yeah, so for me, I, I think I, I clearly like this. Yep. Which is unusual for the things I bring, because usually I bring something and I'm like, I now don't like this you, as much. We, right? Yeah, I think, we've like, been definitely. unearthing
2: mm-hmm. and yes. ruining the things that you like. Not necessarily. Well, the
0: knife was all right. I still like the knife, but yeah, mm. like Ugly Delicious, I was like, no, don't mm. like this uh, anymore. But I like this one still. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and read it. Yep. At least. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to cover. I think I've hit everything I wanted to say.
2: I'm, I'm pretty good with it. Um, I could talk for more about bits of it, but yeah, yeah it was in general a really fun read. Yes. Um, yeah, it was yeah. fun to learn about this world and yeah. uh, watch them escape everything.
1: Yeah, I've hit the main points of what I want to say, and I want to again emphasize that this is a fandom with like fan art and also a Netflix show and also point and click. If only game. someone owns mm-hmm. some kind of site.
0: Which <laughs> could promote such a thing? Mm, indeed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
1: and and also Matt and Deverner are OTP.
0: Yes. Yep. Indeed, they are. You should read on because they find ways. <laughs> it's good.
1: Yep. Be there for your smart, short, smelly zombie king. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Zombie <laughs> king. stand king. by yeah. your man. Yes.
0: <laughs> As he gets smellier <laughs> and l- has <have> less arms. <laughs> Like, by the end of it, he has he's missing a whole arm. One, The other one is, like, ripped out of its socket. It's on, but it's not having a good time. Mm. He's got cuts all over his face, like deep ones, like gashes. He's starting to stink to high heaven. Oh, another key part of the plot, I guess, at the end here is that his regeneration spells have stopped working. Mm. So he's doing this as well
2: as a way of trying to be alive. Yeah. I liked <laughs> that... Uh, yeah, he, one of his uh, motives for helping was maybe you can put in a good word with the Dark Lord and maybe yes. they can help me. Uh, I liked that uh, – I, I don't like it when that sort of thing is a secret and then that creates drama mm-hmm. later on. I like that later on, Davona finds out about it and is like, oh. like, Yeah, that's I mean, fine. Yeah, she's like, that's legit. And also later on, she's like, hey, regardless of how this goes – I'm still gonna put in a good word for you. I don't care. You've gone above and beyond so far already. Yes. Because um, she's
1: so sweet and nice, and she yeah. loves her zombie boy, her
2: <laughs> zombie zom- zom boyfriend.
0: Yes,
2: <laughs> and she gets disowned.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. she. It's, 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 she she gives up the high life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't with, call it the high life. It's well, kind of like yeah, a pretty it's shit of, life. Yeah, it, kind of shit. Yeah. like she got she got her like human.
0: Yeah,
1: she could have had all those vapid human. Toy Boys, but she chose the zombie. She boys. chose the
0: zombie boy, <laughs> the greatest boy. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, cool. Uh, final thoughts from you guys. Loved it. It was great. Happy to read the short stories. I probably won't read the novels. Um, but yeah, I had a good time.
1: Right. I will listen to the novels, possibly in the bath.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's ha- good. Having having a having a good private time. Yeah, <laughs> and sure.
1: I demand an adaptation.
2: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yes.
0: Well, if I ever become rich enough, we'll make that happen. Good.
2: When? Yes. When? <laughs> What's name? Mr. Face Williams, if you're
0: listening to this, good job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well Yay. done, Mr. Williams. Shout out to Mr. Hey,
0: Williams. Hey, Mr. Williams. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll wrap up there then. Let's do our plugs. So our email is hyperfixationpod at gmail.com. Oh, what was that one more time? hyperfixationpod at gmail.com. There we go. Yeah. Um, so drop us an email on that
2: if you wish. Other than that, yeah, what are we doing next? Uh, we're oh, doing Oh, it's Goldies. Yes, yeah. yes, it is my, my pick next time, uh, which we will be recording shortly. Uh, we will be doing Isaac Asimov's The Robots of Dawn. Oh, yeah, baby. We're going to get get deep into that sci-fi and continue the detective trend. Yes, we <laughs> will.
0: All right, wonderful. Well, in that case, I'll see you all at the next case of interest, I guess. What's our gimmick name for this? Uh...
2: Well, for the sign off in a pod. Never mind. That's the end
0: of here. <laughs> Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Right, yeah, don't forget to whatever I you're listening that on. Sensation. Grease yeah. those wheels. Whatever you're listening on, do whatever it wants you to do on that to say
2: that we're good. Yeah, obey the instructions sent to you in the mail. Yes, indeed. All right, cool. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.